Praise God. Hey, the microphone is working well today. Praise God. <laughs> well, uh, you know, on this special day, we want to just take some time to honor our mothers. I give honor to my mother. She's here today. Don't know where she's sitting. Okay, she's right there. Okay. And also my mother-in-law. And my spiritual mothers that God has blessed me with. Without them believing and supporting my ministry, I wouldn't be able to do what I do today. So I give them honor today. Thank you, Mom. I love you. You know, someone wrote this. You have turned into a mom when... Okay, I want you to pay attention to this. You automatically double knot everything you tie. I remember this very well when my children were still in the primary school because their shoes is with shoelace, right? So I always have to double tie it just to make sure that it doesn't get loose. You find yourself humming the Barney song as you do the dishes. You know Barney, the purple dinosaur? For me, I remember vividly that I will actually hum the song. You know, uh, during our younger days, when our children were younger, we loved to let them watch The Donut Man. I don't know how many of you know what The Donut Man is, or The Veggie Tale, but I tell you, The Donut Man song is very contagious. <laughs> and I will catch myself sometimes, you know, just singing when I'm doing my dishes. Uh, I think I, it's 20 years ago. I hope I still remember. Uh, life without Jesus is like a donut, like a donut, like a donut. Life without Jesus is like a donut. There's a hole in the meter of the heart. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's catchy, but you know, like we all parents do. You know, we sing along the song. And you know what? I remember Lauren, when she was young, that little girl, that little spicy girl, she will pester me, you know, when I'm taking care of her, she will pester me to say, play the bus with the wheel song. Or the wheel in the bus. <laughs> and I'll play it again. And she will say, play it again, play it again, play it again. You know, the thing about children is that they love repetition. And we end up getting along with them. You know that you have turned into a mom when you hear a baby cry in a grocery store and you start to gently sway back and forth, back and forth. However, your children are either at school or long grown up. You know, I, I noticed that I, I do this in the church. You know, I, there's a lot of babies in, in TJ, right? So sometimes when these babies will start to cry, and I look at the mom trying to carry them, I will start to do this. Hola, 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 hola. Hola, 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 hola. You know, and I realized that this is what I did when my babies were younger. And he's still with me. Hola, 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 he's still there. <laughs> oh. And you actually start to like the smell of blended carrots mixed with applesauce. And that's quite weird, but you know, 
we've been doing a lot of uh, chemistry at home, trying to mix this with this, and this looks healthy, and this one is healthy. We mix it together. I remember when my babies were younger, and especially with my firstborn, I was always trying to experiment what consists of a healthy diet. You know, and we get from our grandmothers and our mothers, our neighbors, our colleagues that will tell you what you should be cooking for your babies. And I remember that I, I'll be cooking porridge for my baby when they were younger. And, and one of my recipes was my mom's recipe where she would put scallop in it. And I'll put spinach in it. You know, and, and carrots and all those things. And at the end of preparation, right, I will smell like a scallop. But that was, that was those days. Well, how about this one? You spend half an hour searching for your glasses only to have your teenager say, Mom, why don't you wear the ones that you have pushed up on your head? Does that sound familiar? I mean, like we, I mean, many times we, we got panicked. Even my husband had that, you know, many times. We got panicked because we couldn't find our handphone. There was one time I remember we were on the way to church, okay? We were in the car, and then I was frantically looking for my phone. I said, oh, no, I, I, I left my phone in the house. We got to turn back. And the grab driver said, okay, okay, we will turn back. And he did turn back. So by the time he reached downstairs our house, guess what? The phone was actually the whole time with me. <laughs> well, okay. This is funny, this one. You are out for a nice romantic meal with your husband, enjoying some real adult conversation, when suddenly you realize that you have reached over and started to cut up his steak. That's what mom always do, you know. We just like to make sure that we cut up into small bits and pieces for our kids when they eat, right? And I realize that some of you even have a, a pair of scissors that stand by always in your bag. <laughs> you know, I still do that today. I still cut my ingredients for fried rice into tiny bits. I think all of, some of you might notice that when you're helping me in the kitchen, I have a certain standard of how my vegetables should look like in my fried rice. <laughs> it's very, very fine. And I wonder where that came from. And now, I think I know where. Because I have to make sure that my children will eat every single vegetable in the fried rice. So I make sure that I cut it really tiny so that they cannot pick it out. <laughs> any moms here can relate to any of the above that I just mentioned? Oh yeah, thank you. So happy Mother's Day to all you special ladies out there. And those that are watching online, happy Mother's Day. And I hope that you like the gifts that you received today. You know, the hand sanitizers are the supporting role, okay? They are not the main star. The main star is the, uh, of course, the pillow spray. I think the hand sanitizer we still need it because I don't think we're out of the woods yet in this pandemic, so it would still come in handy. But that pillow spray, I hope it will be useful to you for, for a good night rest after a long and stressful day. You know, um, 
perfectly blended. Oh, wow. I just like to just, um, I'm not really advertising, but I'm just going to let you know what is in the pillow spray. You know, perfectly blended with top grade, top, top grade Bulgarian lavender and Javanese pacholi. I don't even know why is that. <laughs> and English camera mouth will hopefully give you that perfect slipping experience. Wow. So make sure you use it tonight, okay? Go back and tell me. I, I would love to have good feedbacks and I can tell Mr. Chua whether he's working or not. <laughs> and I don't think it's a coincidence that the name of the company is called Brief. Don't know whether you can see it, but uh, that was the advertisement, okay? And the company's name is called Brief. Essence of Life. I don't think it's a coincidence because... It gave me the inspiration for my message today, and I will name it, Breathe In, Mama. Breathe Out. <laughs> I almost stopped breathing on late Thursday night. Trust me, I almost stopped breathing. I came home near midnight after teaching a class in HQ, feeling very tired, you know, because... Uh, uh, I detoured a little bit and went to buy supper for my family and came back home feeling very tired and was about to retire into my room. And just about then, Jabez came out of his room with a tested ART and laid on the dining table. Uh, he was not feeling well. You know, he had fever since Wednesday. So then I, I just took a glance of it, didn't thought, much, didn't thought really much of it, and, 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 and I took a second glance at it. So... Although a bit fainted, I mean a bit, you know, faded, you know, I mean, it's not really clear. I thought I saw two lines on it. I thought I saw two lines in, in, in uh, Adora. I, sh I show it to Adora. I think Adora can say, yeah, I think it's two lines. <laughs> and I almost fainted. And you know what that means, right, when it's double lines? <laughs> I immediately called out and announced that Jabez is positive. And instantly, the first thought that ran through my mind is, oh no, now the whole family has to be quarantined? Then how? Sunday how? I'm the speaker! <laughs> my worst nightmare has come true. So I forwarded the image of the RRT test to Sister Cynthia at 1 a.m. in the morning. Of course, she's not going to reply me. And uh, so, you know, the next morning she asked me to do another test for Jabez when he wakes up. And that's what I did. So this, you know, I, I took all the knowledge that I learned from the ART supervisory course. <laughs> and, I, and I took all the precaution, I put on my gloves and I went into Jabez's room to retake the test again. This time, I make sure that it is with 100% accuracy. <laughs> I will make sure that will happen. I will make sure that I scrape and I went deep enough to get a good secretion out from him. <laughs> I thought I was doing a PCR on him already. <laughs> I guess that will be the last time Jabez will want me to do on him. But I just want to be sure, you know. So after carefully dropping the last drop into the kid, 
we all waited patiently for the result, and it turned out negative. Praise God! Yeah, praise God! What a relief as we let out the news that it was false alarm. My, I think my staff was so relieved because we were telling Sam, sorry, uh, stand by. Because uh. if our whole family quarantine, uh, you know, you, 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 have to, you have to speak. <laughs> so what a relief. And, 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 and don't worry, don't worry, okay, guys. Just to be safe, Jabez is watching live stream at home today. And we all have taken our ART test this morning and we're all negative. So praise God. Praise God. So these past two years of pandemic has really changed the way how we do life. I still remember the first day that we could go outdoor without a mask. Okay? And that was end of April. I remember that. I was so excited. You know, I brought Milo down. Milo is our dog. We brought Milo down to the park for a walk. And as soon as got, I got to the park, I saw everybody still got their mask on. And then I went into a doubting mode, and I thought, hey, maybe I got the date wrong. So I took out my mask and I put it back on again. You know, human beings are such habitual creatures. Just imagine you've been, putting, you've been doing that for two years. You know, it's going to take a while before we can, you know, undo certain things again. So it took me a while before I felt free to go without a mask outdoor. And I finally could smell the trees, the grass. Oh, and all the smell that came with bringing the dog to pee-pee and poo-poo. Yeah, and not only mine, but other dogs too. <laughs> so breathing is something we spend a lot of time doing, but very little time thinking about it. We don't think much about breathing before COVID hits, right? But after seeing of over 6 million people die from this horrible virus, wow, over 6 million people have died from this horrible virus, we have a better appreciation of the ability to breathe normally, right? So the Greek word today, I want to expound on that, the Greek word for breathe is Enuma. The, our English word, pneumonia, a sickness that affects your ability to breathe, comes from the same root word. Enuma can also mean wind or spirit. The same as in Hebrew, the same Hebrew word, ruach, means wind, breathe, and spirit. So let's take a look in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. I think we have come across this scripture many times, but I want you to picture this today. The body of the first man, Adam, was lying upon the ground before God. He had just been formed by God from the dust of the earth. Adam was lifeless, 
just a human body lying there upon the ground, never having breathed on. Then, all of a sudden, in descriptive terms, God leaned over and breathed his own breath into Adam's nostrils. Adam received the breath of God. And when he did, the result was astounding. He arose from the ground and became a living soul. Just imagine with me. Do you know that just this act show that God has to be in close proximity with human in order to breathe into his nostril? You know, for the rest of the creation, he spoke them into existence. But for human, it was a little special. He wants an intimate relationship with human beings. And that's why he went the extra mile to do this. You know, the body is a lifeless shell until God brings it alive with his breath of life. When God removes his, his life-giving breath, our bodies once again will return back to dust. Our life and worth, therefore, come from God's breath. Many may boast of their achievement and abilities as though they were the originator of their own strength. Others may feel worthless because their abilities do not stand out. In reality, our worth comes not from our achievement, but from the God of the universe who chooses to give us the miraculous gift of life. So moms, I will say this to you today. Your worth comes not from your achievement of how well you do your job as a mother. Your worth comes from God when He chose to give you the miraculous gift of life. So cherish every moment, every season of your life as you take one breath at a time by His grace. Mom, are you hearing me this morning? Don't compare yourself with one another. But God has made you unique and you are who you are because you are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. And we sang that this morning. We all belong to God. This breath of life that God has given to us is a gift. Enjoy it. So this breath of life is seen again in John chapter 20, verse 22, as Jesus imparts new life to his disciples. John chapter 20, verse 22 says this, And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. And here again in John Breathing is the way new life comes. This time, it's Jesus breathing into the disciples so that they receive the Holy Spirit. This may have been a special feeling of the Holy Spirit for the disciples, a foretaste of what all believers would experience from the time of Pentecost as we saw fulfilled in Acts chapter 2. And then forever after. 
So to our life, to live our lives to the fullest potential, we need the guidance and the power of the Holy Spirit which is available to us this day. We must avoid trying to do life in our own strength because God has never expected us to do life alone and by ourselves with our own strength. And that's the reason why He has given us every individual, every one of us, the gift of the Holy Spirit so that we can do what we cannot do on our own. So, I cannot tell you how many times I felt that I have failed as a mother. My Jabez is going to be turning 21 this year. Where does time goes? Can't believe that little baby is going to be an adult in a couple of months. But, I, but in my journey, it's never been smooth throughout. And all mothers will know. The journey has been ups and downs, and, and sometimes I really feel that I have failed as a mother. And those times I have to go back to my prayer closet and let God reveal the thoughts of my heart. God have to reveal any hidden sin that I have become a stumbling block to my children, whether it is in my impatience or whether it's my anger or just wanting to impose my will on others, whether through manipulation or through force, God knows it all. And I have to confess it to Him and then ask the Holy Spirit to help me, to change me, because I cannot do this on my own. So the, the regeneration and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit allow me to confess my wrong actions to my children to give me the courage to approach them when I do something wrong. When I have to go to them and say, sorry for all that I've done to you. Please forgive mommy. And when I do that with my children and even with my husband, then we could have a fresh start to do it again. So you see, without the power of the Holy Spirit, I would never ever do what I did because... The conviction of the Holy Spirit is this. It can only bring you closer to God. Conviction brings a heart that wants to please Him. But condemnation, when it happens, it only pushes you further away from God. So conviction is how I felt, even though I was spirit-filled. But you know what? The scripture says that when we do not walk in the spirit, you shall fulfill the lust of your flesh. And our flesh cannot please God. So in my weak moment of anger and impatience that I've done things to my children, I have to admit and acknowledge that I've done something wrong. And in that moment when you... Humble yourself and you ask God for grace. And it is that moment where God fill you again and refresh you in the Holy Spirit that I could start again. Oh boy, and I thank God that our children, God made them childlike. And when it's childlike, they forgive easily. And, and so I, I, I pray today for all mothers don't do this on your own. Don't do this on your own strength. 
Because when you allow the Holy Spirit to regenerate you and to empower you, you are going to be a powerful witness for Him. No disciple, no matter how committed and determined they are, could fulfill His will alone. It will require a power beyond their normal abilities, a power that will fill them with divine authority. Acts chapter 1 verse 8, let's go there. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Can you see that? I want you to nudge your neighbor and say, power. And it's power from above. And that's the Holy Spirit. When we activate that power, and that can only come by the infilling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And that was what I felt was missing in my life in my earlier days of my Christian walk with God. Because I came from a Baptist church. And it was during that time where I tried to be a good Christian. I tried to do what is right. But you know what? My flesh is weak. My spirit was willing, but my flesh was weak. And I couldn't do it. And I felt like, wow, this is tough. Being a Christian is tough. And at the age of 13 years old, I walked away from God, thinking that maybe the world out there is a better place. But then the Lord brought me back again to the house of God when I was 16 years old. It was a desperate time. It was a time when I was doing O-levels. How many of you are doing O-level this year? Just curious. Anybody doing O-level? Oh, yeah. Okay. Stressful time during my time. <laughs> I, was so, I was so stressed up that I felt that I need to go back to the God that I knew when I was nine years old. You know, that's human tendency. It's only when we have a crisis, when we have a problem in our life, that we start thinking about God. But it was necessary. So when I started to seek God back again, I came to Tabernacle of Joy, not by accident, by the will of God. And it was at Tabernacle of Joy, God filled me with the Holy Spirit for the first time. And that was when I realized this was the missing link that I had when I was a young Christian. Because when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, I felt the power that Acts chapter 1 verse 8 talks about. And the power to do what I cannot do on my own. The power to do the supernatural. The power to do the will of God. And that was what I needed. And boy, it has been more more than 20 years that I've been walking with Him, enjoying the benefits of being filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. And for some of you, if you have not been filled with the Holy Spirit, today you can receive it. Because God's gift is for everyone that will hunger and thirst for Him. So we, as disciples, need to activate that power that only comes when you pray in the Holy Ghost, activate that power. Amen.
Hebrew chapter 4, verse 12. Let's go there. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing astounder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. A commentary stated that quick in the Greek meaning living having living power as the rod of the mouth and the breath of the lips of the living God. So that quick there is significant because it is the very breath of divine reality. So if breathing is so fundamental to our existence, it is such a basic part of our lives. Without it, we cannot live. Even a whisper will require a, a breath. <laughs> would it be any different in the spirit? As much as we need our physical breathing, we need our spiritual breathing. We operate that through God's word, His holiness, His commandments, and his righteousness, his justice, leading us to exhale our sinfulness, our disobedience, and our guilt. And his gift of salvation, the perfect obedience of Jesus in our place. That we can declare that we are not guilty of any sin as we exhale those things out of our soul. We are then empowered by God as we surrender our life to Him. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 says this, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Wow. This verse is the golden text on the inspiration of the Word. The phrase given by inspiration of God like all of us, a UTB teacher will know this, is one word in the Greek, okay? Which means God breath. God breathed into those scripture and all scripture is God breathed. When you are reading the word of God, you are literally taking in oxygen into your spiritual lungs. In the physical sense, as we exhale, we release our body carbon dioxide. Do you know that? Yeah, this is a bit of science here, okay? We try to recall all your science, you know, knowledge. We breathe, we're taking oxygen, right? When we exhale, when we breathe out, we, we, what do we give out? Carbon dioxide. <laughs> And we know that if there's a lot of carbon dioxide, it, you know, it creates a very toxic environment because then the air is not healthy anymore. So when we inhale, we take in fresh oxygen that our body requires in order to thrive. When we inhale spiritually, it is like taking in the direction of the Lord Jesus Christ, which we receive from the Holy Spirit. So when you speak... Your breath 
condition your mind and it pours forth in speech. You breathe out your words. You breathe out your words. Like you try talking when you're breathing in. Can you talk? You can try that, okay? I mean, it's not natural. And whoever that's able to do that, I know the youngsters all look at me like, ah, I'm going to try later. Okay, whoever that's able to do that can come and find me and uh, you can show me how you do it, okay? <laughs> but that's how we do it. So, what is worse than bad breath? You know, the medical term for this is halitosis. TC, am I pronouncing it right? <laughs> what is worse than bad breath? You know that this is very funny. I always remember this. I don't know which preacher has said this, but uh, he said this. He said that there are only two people that will be very, very honest to your spouse. Okay? The, the, one, the number one person that will tell you the truth is your dentist. Okay, whether you have halitosis or not, your dentist will tell you. <laughs> and the second person that will be honest with you is your spouse. Whether it's your husband or whether it's your wife, but these are the two most honest people that will tell you the truth. So, but this, the question is, the question that I want to pose to you today is, what is worse than bad breath? Is the breath that offends. So moms, we can decide that every day we inhale His love, His forgiveness, and grace, and goodness, and mercy. And when you inhale it, breathe in deeply because this is what you need. Breathe in more. We need more of that. And on a daily basis, we also exhale. We breathe out our confession of our sins. We exhale our sinfulness. We exhale our disobedience. We exhale our guilt and our sorrow over them and our desire to change our lives. So that's what we do. So whose breath fills me today? Mom, I'm talking to you today because today you're the subject of the matter because today is a special day and I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you that we need a fresh dose of air and this air will cause us to be able to give again because moms are busy people. We are always busy doing something. We never stop. So, let me remind you mothers to stop what you're doing, to stop your busyness and take a deep breath today especially because we're going to pray a blessing over you. And we're going to allow God to breathe new life into your relationship. Because when you are full of the Holy Spirit, full of faith, the Bible says, then you can give to others. Moms, we all need a quickening of the Spirit today. 
breathe in all the help that you need. You know, Pastor preached about this two weeks ago at Plaza Singapura. He preached about running on empty tank. Do you all remember? And today, God wants to refill your oxygen tank. We need more oxygen, spiritual oxygen that will fill our spiritual lungs. And we're going to make an effort to encraft the Word of God in our minds because it is encrafting the Word in our minds and in our soul, in our spirit that is going to cause us to inhale the life of God. So as we breathe out all our confession, all the negativity to God, let's unload. Because when we unload, then He can upload us full of the Holy Spirit. And this is my urge to you, my sisters. We can all walk in the Spirit. Because that's the divine reality. Many times we have walked on this earth and too much relying on our flesh. We think that this is too trivial for God. We don't have to bother God about that. But then you add on every day, bit by bit, and became an avalanche. It doesn't have to be that way, my dear sisters. Today, God wants to upload you full of the Holy Spirit. He wants to provide you the spiritual oxygen that we all need. We all know that God is able to do much more than we could ask or think of. You know, my message to today is very short, but I hope that I have driven across the gist of this message. So, mom... Maybe you can stand to your feet. But breathe. Breathe. Breathe in. Maybe we should do some exercise here. Moms, would you stand to your feet? Moms have the capacity to give and give and give and give. They will work themselves to death if they need to. But they are too valuable. They cannot die. We need you. You know? And uh, this is always in our mind, Sam, is that the whole entire family can get sick, but not us. <laughs> because when, when they get sick, we take care of them. But when we get sick, nobody take care of us. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. No argument here today, Today, okay? <laughs> it's our day. We can speak what we want. <laughs> but moms, your work of labor, your labor of love will not go in vain. Because while you're doing this for your family, you are doing it for God. Because you are fulfilling your role that God has given to you. And it is a precious role. And don't you forget, your worth does not come from your doings. 
Your worth does not come from your achievement. Your worth comes from God who gives you breath of life. And He's given us the power of the Holy Spirit to help you do what you cannot do on your own. Because there are many things in our life that sometimes we still feel that we fall short. And sometimes we wish that we can turn back the clock and wish that we could undo certain things. But I can't go back and undo. All I can do is to ask God to forgive me and to give me a second chance and to regenerate me in the Holy Spirit. And I want the empowerment of the Holy Spirit because that's the only lifeline that I can go to when I'm out, when I'm empty. So moms, I feel you today. I feel you because we are all in this journey. We all walk different paths. My path is very different from your path. We all got our walk to walk, but we have the same God. We have the same breath of God in us. And I want to pray that God today, that He's going to fill you with full tank. Have you ever heard about the exit plan when you're in an emergency in a plane? Have they drilled you? Before you can help somebody, you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can help somebody else. So you need, you, you, all of us, we need to put on the oxygen mask today and breathe in as much as you can from the breath of God because He's giving us all the help that we need. Don't be headstrong because sometimes I, I feel... You know, that's why I don't like the term. When people say that, wow, you're a super mom. I would never ever want to have that labor because I'm not super. I'm not a superhuman being. I'm just an ordinary being that need help from God. And I need to have that total dependence on God. So don't make yourself strong and tough to the point that you say to God, ah, I can do this on my own. No, we all need Him. So we're going to pray a blessing over you. And another pastor is going to come up here and he's going to bless you too. But let's open our hearts and our mind to God to let Him refresh you in the Holy Spirit today.